0: Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, peeps? How's my party people doing? It's that time of year where everybody's got like a Christmas party every other day. <laughs> Madness. I've seen some seen some of you guys having a lot of fun on Instagram. Looks good, man. Looks good. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Alright, so it's been a while since uh, we dropped a episode. A lot of things have been going on during the week and what have you. Um, <clears throat> this, this, uh, The sports world is obviously, as I'm sure everyone's aware of, had a major, major news story uh, with Jose being sacked from Man United. Uh, but what I figured was so, so many other things that we, we're going to talk about. We'll probably do like a separate little podcast on that. Uh, Most likely after Ali Gunnar Solskjaer's first game on Saturday. So we'll come back to that in another podcast. Um, But yeah. So like I said, there's been a lot of things going on during the week or during the last 10 to 14 days, I'd say. Um, The whole thing with Raheem Sterling. um, Bringing to light, obviously, um, the racism that was shown towards him during the Chelsea game. Um, you know, there's a few different people who had good points to make about it. I think uh, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher did a did a great little thing on Monday Night Football where they broke it down. Um, so we'll have a little chat about that. Um, India in Australia. The Indian cricket team have gone over to Australia. Um, they have completed two Test matches um the other two so it's a four game series so two have been completed the other two one starts on boxing day and then the other one starts on new year's day um so we're gonna have a little chat about that we're gonna have a bit of a more in-depth look at uh virat Kohli and what he means to indians around the world um i saw a great little interview with him and adam gilchrist um so we're gonna have a little talk about that and his influence on indians not just in the sporting world but uh, Indians in general. Uh, the NFL playoff, uh, I mean the NFL regular season is coming towards a close. Seattle Seahawks blew a great chance last week uh, to clinch their playoff place, so they got a bit of work to do this week. Um, in the NBA, Sky Sports have been they've been like churning out games like it's no man's business. But some of the games that some of the selections of the games actually haven't been very good. So we'll have a little chat about that and. Maybe someone can tell me who decides what games go on live because there's, there's been some terrible games and I think there was even one game I was watching which the game was pretty good to be fair. It was the Boston Celtics and the Toronto Raptors. So it was a good choice. Um, but they scheduled it to finish at three and it went on for like another 45 minutes. So you missed the end of the fourth quarter. Then it just happened to go into overtime. So you missed overtime as well, which was a bit of a disaster. So... Yeah, we're gonna talk a bit about Sky Sports' coverage of um, the NBA as well. It's not not the best, um, but yeah. All right, let's let's get started. We're gonna have a have a little chat about um, Virat Kohli first of all. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about what I listened to and what I read about him, um, and see what you guys think. <laughs> Still feeling that Christmas spirit. <laughs> Not long to go now until Christmas Day. Looking forward to that. Um, all right, so Virat Kohli. Uh, so he's the Indian captain of the cricket team. Um, he's also part of an Indian team that has won a test in England, South Africa and Australia in one, in one calendar year, which is the first time that's happened ever, I think, uh, for an Indian cricket team. Which is pretty impressive, um, but what I wanted to talk about was his interview with Adam Gilchrist. Now, Adam Gilchrist, for those of you who don't know, is uh he's another legendary cricketer, uh, a former cricketer. Uh, he used to play for Australia. Um, well known around the world. Um, and he did like a, a twenty minute interview. Um, and it was just a it was just a good insight into into Virat Kohli. So it was a bit different from the other interviews I've seen. Um, I think Coley seemed a bit more um, willing to share a few more things. It was a bit more personable, and a little bit more of an insight into his background as well, which was quite interesting. Um, one thing I didn't know was that his father uh, passed away when uh, Verat was about sixteen or seventeen. Uh, I think he suffered from a um, a blood clot, which left uh, the left side of his body being paralysed, and and Coley really talks about how difficult it was to. Um, you know be in that kind of situation where you have to help your dad do all these kind of things uh, because obviously he's paralyzed and he said it was hard for him and difficult for the rest of his family as well to cope with that um, which was quite interesting to hear because like I've never really heard anything uh, kind of like that from Kohli um, and unfortunately his father did pass away uh, from a cardiac arrest um, but he, he talks about uh, like the good times as well he had he had with his dad you know his dad was a was a criminal lawyer um, and he kind of put him down the right path uh, he was always like explaining to Coley how he should earn everything on merit um, and you shouldn't really look to take any favors he I think there was an an incident where um, I think someone wanted a favor or something or the other um, for Coley to get into one of the best teams. Um, in the country and his dad was like well if he can't get in on merit then he can't get in uh, which is a good a good uh like a role model to have obviously and it's a good thing to follow as well um but yeah i think what i found out most about Virat Kohli is that he's he's just himself you know he said even in the interview like he uh when he got the captaincy he didn't really try to fit the mold of a typical indian captain he was just himself he did everything according to his like own guidelines and what, how he's been brought up and his own personality um he obviously has admitted uh, several times that he's uh made many mistakes in the past but he said he would never change any of that it's made him who he is now and has helped him learn um like how to be himself but obviously in in the right way which is which is again is is quite impressive because You know being the captain of any of any team or or any of any kind of sport or whatever um, sometimes you might fall into that trap of doing what you think is best for others instead of kind of like leading um, how you would like to lead Um, you know there's there's obviously loads of different examples of um, people who don't really let their personality shine they're quite uh, that I stick to the rules of what they think a captain should be because of what they've seen before. They're not willing to take that risk of maybe adding something different uh, by being themselves. So for Kohli to go and do that, I think that was quite impressive. Um, one of the one of the really interesting points um, Adam Gilchrist made was that he felt um, that the Indian cricket team were kind of in the mould of the personality of Virat Kohli so they were they're a lot more aggressive now they're a lot more outspoken um and it wasn't just in cricket he was talking about he was talking about in all aspects which kind of got me thinking about um what i like about Virat Kohli why i think he's one of the greatest and um why i think it's not just on the cricket field that he represents um Indians in Indian Indians around the world um when, when like when i think about him i think you know his his aggressive nature. You know he's he's quite passionate, um, and he like he said he doesn't really um, fit the mold of of anything. He just he's just him. He he goes out there and uh, kind of does things on his own terms. And I think for me, like even whether you're like a like a British Asian or an American Indian or an Australian Indian Canadian, whatever you might be, you know he's someone to look up to and kind of feel empowered by. Because, you know, I can can remember back in the day when, you know, like even me, you know, we used to laugh at um, Indians that were like born in India and whatever. And, uh, you know, there was a common phrase that was associated with them, like used to call them freshies. (laughs) Um, And now it's like, I I don't think because of him, I believe that I don't think I would I would have done that if it was now, if if I'd seen Virat Kohli, I think I'd have looked at them in a different light. Um, he's brought like a kind of coolness um, that that maybe wasn't there before he's brought like uh, a, a different type of personality like I said you know he's more outgoing he's more kind of forceful he's more aggressive um, he's, a, he's fearless basically and those are just things that maybe even now or definitely back in the day you wouldn't probably associate with Indians it would be very rare to find someone like that um, so for him, I think he he's like a huge, huge reason that um, a lot of Indians nowadays when they're growing up, whatever they choose to do with their life, they probably um, have a kind of different outlook. They know that they can show their personality a bit more if that's who they are, obviously. Um, they know that they can be a bit more aggressive. Um, they know that you can be successful in that manner. You don't have to just be like, you know, the kind of conservative Uh, laid back not laid back but I think conservative is the right word you know you don't want any kind of trouble you just want to get about doing your business and being whatever you can being like good at whatever you want to do you don't want to like colour outside the lines if you like Um, and I think Coley's shown that you can colour outside the lines you can add your own colour to whatever you do and be a bit more uh, fearless in whatever you you choose to do with life Um, and I think that's quite an important uh, thing to, to show the impact that he's having on, on Indians outside of the cricket world um, and I think Gilchrist really hit the nail on the head when he talked about how aggressive um, the Indian team is but how aggressive India as a whole as a country actually is is, is coming up to be and if he's seen it um, and I think I'm seeing it now now that he's pointed it out especially in like British Asians then I'm sure it's, it's, it's had something to do with uh, Coley and the way he conducts himself um, on and off the field. Now, the other thing, obviously, that I want to talk about um, is that it doesn't necessarily have to be your cup of tea as well. I'm not saying that being aggressive and outspoken and fearless is the way forward. I'm, I'm just saying, personally, for me, I like that kind of approach. Um, I like that kind of do your own thing if you like or just be who you are don't worry too much about what what the mold is or what you what people perceive you that you should be just try and be yourself man and, and give everything you have um, and then let the chips form where they may uh but like i said that's not necessarily if that's not you then that's fine i mean you, i can think of many of examples even if we go back to um uh, cricket and uh, we think about the indian team you know sachin Sachin Tendulkar, he wasn't really the most aggressive, outspoken. Didn't really show too much emotion. He was quite conservative, and he just, you know, he let he let his bat do the talking. Um, and obviously, he's one of the best, if the not if not the best batsman that's ever played. Um, so there are many different ways to go about uh, doing your job or doing what you're here to do in life. And I just think that Virat Kohli showed. Indians especially um, around the world that there there is more than one way to do it um, and I think that's going to be something that will help Indians in the future especially when it comes to maybe uh, taking a bit more of an aggressive role or standing out a bit more or or just letting your pers- own personality kind of shine um, but yeah the interview was uh, like I said it was 20 minutes long it touched on a few other things as well um obviously they looked at his relationship with um Anushka Sharma and um he said that obviously she has a lot to do with the old person that he is now. Um they even looked back at some of his not so great moments in an Indian shirt which was again it was quite good a bit of self-reflection and I think I've said I think I said it before but he did actually say look um although Obviously, I'm not happy about the way I acted back then. I would never change that because that's just who I am. Uh, But yeah, those those are a few good points uh, from the interview. Um, The other things that he went to to talk about, or he was talking about rather, um, he was talking a bit more about how he's changed um, the kind of uh, the mindset of, uh, of, the, of the Indian cricketer, now they're a lot more fitter, they have to be in shape, they have to be able to run around, you know, they have to have some sort of fitness regime uh, into their whole um, cricketing world, and <clears throat> again, uh, looking beyond cricket, because it's obviously the biggest sport in India, when, when all the Indians see that, and they see the types of things that their heroes are doing, they would want to follow suit, so like I said it can only mean good things for India as a whole and and Indian people around the world Um, I just want to speak about what kind of a role model Virat Kohli is kind of becoming because I feel like when I was growing up I couldn't I can't really think of any Indian role model I had someone that I kind of idolized or look up to Um, you know for me it was Cristiano Ronaldo um, he was the first, and probably LeBron James in there somewhere. Uh, so there was no really Indian I could think of in terms of the sporting world specifically. I'm talking now um, that I could like pinpoint as a role model. So I, I think that's another thing that's going to be very very interesting in the for the next generation, or not even the next generation, for the kids that are growing up now um, having him as a role model, and 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 Virat being. As accessible as as he is, and obviously being able to see him and see what he does, I think that's going to be quite interesting to see how Indians take to that. Because um, obviously, when you're young and you've got someone to look up to like that, for example, you're going to try and maybe mould yourself around them uh, to begin with, and obviously you'll find your way after. But I think it's it's quite important for the young people coming up now to see that there's nothing wrong with having a bit of passion, with having a bit of fire, you know, with with being a bit. Um, not, not outrageous, what's the word I'm looking for being a bit different to maybe the normal kind of people that you see around you, or the, let's say normal Indian in quotation marks um, yeah and I think that's quite, it will be quite interesting to see what happens in the future, hopefully Virat Kohli can be the kind of catalysts for other Indians in India and around the world uh, to take up different sports and go and attack it with the kind of passion and enthusiasm that he does on the cricket pitch. <clears throat> oh man, sorry about that. <laughs> Got this sore throat for like 6 days now. Had like 50 lozenges and nothing's helping. Some of that classic hot water, honey, lemon and harder you know, what I'm talking about some of that as well. Um it's just not helping. But anyway, so let's get back on topic. Um so yeah, uh the Indian team as a whole actually, let's just talk a bit about that what they're doing over in Australia. They won the first test, like I said, uh lost the second one. Some horrendous team selection. Um which is partly to do with Kohli himself. Um and I'm sure if you've like looked at Twitter or seen the uh, Crick uh Crick Info or what some of the other blogs or the websites talking about it, they were everyone is just can't really understand the selection for that second test and no, Ravi Jadeja, who's another one who's a bit out there as well. He's like a bit more outspoken. He's got a bit more fire to him, um, and he he likes a celebration or two as well. He's a, yeah, he's he's another one like that. But he unfortunately didn't play in that second test, and that probably was a um, a big factor in why they lost it. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap that this segment up here. Um, so just think about that. Like I said, you know. Virat Kohli being that Indian role model in the future, the young young Indian kids coming up and coming now, guys and girls, you know, will it change their their view on sport? Will they have a bit more of a outgoing, maybe a bit more of an aggressive style when it comes to sport and attacking it and playing it, and not maybe being a bit more shy or hiding away? Like I know I was when I was a bit younger, you know, I had a bit of talent about me, but I didn't really have that kind of aggressiveness or I was very shy to be honest, Um, didn't really do anything with it. So hopefully these kids coming up, they could show a bit more of that aggressive nature. All right, the next part, we're going to have a little chat about Raheem Sterling. Alright, so Raheem Sterling obviously made the news for the issues that happened off the pitch or in the stands during the uh, Chelsea uh, Man City game. Uh, obviously, he took to Twitter to point out a few uh, stereotypes that the media tends to make when it comes to uh, black footballers and white footballers. Um, and I think um, the the little Monday Night Football thing that Gary Neville and um, Carragher did, that was pretty good. You know, they, they pointed out uh, a few things like Raheem Sterling did about the media um, and how they kind of, more often than not, you know, there are like undertones of racism in some of their articles, whether they mean it or not. Um, it's there um and if you think about it if you go back and read some of the stuff if you read the article that raheem sterling was talking about you can definitely see it there um and it just got me thinking about you know how much uh we actually think about uh the like the media for example who are who are talking about um, these footballers what do they know about maybe people for who come from like a background like raheem sterling or what do they know about, let's say, even Asian people that come from that background? Because predominantly these reporters are white guys. Um, so it's interesting to think about that as well. What do they know? Do they need to do a bit more work in terms of like finding out who this person is, um, instead of just you know putting their own viewpoints forward? <clears throat> and I think that will be something to look for in the future. Um, the other thing I wanted to quickly touch on. Um, Was Raheem Sterling himself bringing this to light now? I don't know how much you guys follow um, American sports and and whatnot, but I'm sure in the news you've seen uh, Whether it be LeBron James, I think Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul um, a Couple of the NFL guys They often talk a lot about um, Not racism, but the the differences between being a black athlete and and a white athlete or ble- or just being black in general in um, America <clears throat> and they use their kind of platform to bring it to light in a very very powerful way you know there's there's a, there's many things uh, LeBron James has done with his uh, production company Uninterrupted um, where he's talked about um the, the the impact of being a um an African American kid growing up in America um the way he perceived the police when he was younger, um which is quite interesting and, and I think it's 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 good to note that those guys over there over the pond in America they're using their platform and maybe the the footballers here, the Premier League side obviously it's not their job to do that. But if they if there was a way that they could use their power as a footballer to bring these more of these issues to light um, so that the, the general public can see what it is you know once once I w- started watching a few of these things about LeBron James and um, and other black athletes in America it was quite interesting and I'm sure like you guys have some of you guys must have seen the last chance you documentary as well so you kind of like understand about <clears throat> where they sort of come from and the difficulties that they're faced with And I think if we had that over here in terms of like Premier League footballers, um, especially like black footballers or mixed race footballers or Indian footballers, hopefully soon. um, You know, I think that would be quite interesting to see how the UK would take that. But it's up to kind of like those guys to use their platform. Like you see like Jesse Lingard and um, Paul Pogba like on Instagram and stuff like that, having fun and whatnot. But if they use that, maybe to show the difficult the difficulties that that they that is being like a, a black athlete in the UK um, or like Raheem Sterling did just pick up on these different articles that come out maybe that would give us or give you know the the other, the, the general public a bit more of a better idea about how it is to be them and what's what sort of things they go through <clears throat> especially like being a footballer like you know I've always kind of wondered like (laughs) how much stick do they take when they're on the football pitch especially obviously if they're playing away and we've seen a few instances again maybe I think it was a couple of days ago with Deli Ali. someone threw a bottle at his head during the Carlin Cup game Uh, the Chelsea fans with the anti-semitic chants while they were playing a Europa League game so there's a few things that have happened um, over the last couple of weeks but yeah for the UK guys for the UK athletes maybe using your platform using your influence um, as an athlete as a popular athlete um, to bring light these kind of issues that are going on all right well when we return it's time for that shout of the week and a couple of those honorable mentions Hey, shout out of the week, this week is a bit unusual, <clears throat> a bit different, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, so this week, the shout out of the week is going to go to James Corden, uh, <laughs> now I know what you're thinking, he's not an athlete, have you seen him? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, but if you guys watch a league of their own, they did like this Christmas special and um, uh, Freddie Flintoff, who's an ex-England cricketer. Uh, He took them uh, to play a a game of cricket and um, other cricketers were there, made up the other team and what have you and James Corden (laughs) was bowling to Jimmy Anderson and he got him out (laughs) with a first ball duck, golden duck. So uh, (laughs) that was pretty impressive from James Corden. So he gets my shout out of the week, even though he's not an athlete, but he did get a wicket and he did get out one of the... Premier English fast bowlers. Uh, so, shower of the week goes to James Corden. And if you haven't had a chance to watch it, I suggest you do. It's pretty good. Um, the League of Their Own Christmas special, I think it's on uh, Sky On Demand. So, you can get it anytime. Uh, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. All right. Coming up next. Just got an All right, so the Honourable Mentions this week, um, there's a few of them. First goes to Virat Kohli because I never really gave a, uh, him a chance or never gave myself a chance to congratulate him on uh, winning that first test in Australia, which is quite an achievement. Um, So he gets an honourable mention Uh, the other honourable mention is gonna go to Eric Bailly now (laughs) I know you're like well, Eric Bailly doesn't really play for Man United He hasn't I think he started maybe a couple of games recently, but it's got nothing to do with um, His uh, on the field performance. It's kind of the message or I think it was an Instagram post he put up after Mourinho got the sack uh, which I thought was pretty pretty nice of him to be honest um he just basically said no matter what happened i'll always appreciate jose uh for giving me a chance um, and bringing me here to man united which is it's quite nice because a lot of the fallout from jose Mourinho's second is about how the players have pretty much thrown themselves um uh, a party because he's left or whatever and that's what the news is reporting anyway i saw some some absurd article in the in in the uh, i think it's the sun i think that says it all anyway if it comes from the sun but basically they printed off uh, they printed an, an article where uh, allegedly oh i like that word um, allegedly uh alexis sanchez is part of this whatsapp group with marcus rojo and um uh he bet rojo 20 grand that uh <laughs> jose would get uh, man united was sack Mourinho. Uh this is what the story is. Uh, Sanchez has actually come out and said this is absolutely ludicrous. Dunno what you guys are talking about, uh, which is fair enough. Um but yeah, I think from this whole Mourinho fallout and like I said we'll talk about talk about it a bit more um after their first game against Cardiff. Uh, but it's just it's nice to see that, you know, no matter what happens, you can still show a bit of respect for, for the guy that's just lost his job. Um, So yeah, those are my two honorable mentions. Is there another one out there? Uh, Nope. Uh, Hold on, hold on. No, I haven't written any others down. All right, so those are the two honorable mentions. Uh, All right, now to finish off, um, like we've been doing uh, for the past three or four weeks, Uh, We've been reviewing a festive latte Uh, this week I tried the uh, cafe Nero caramelized almond brittle latte Uh, That is a mouthful to say anyway Um, Now a few other people tried this as well. They weren't really impressed, but let me tell you what I thought about it Uh, now I could actually taste the coffee in this one which was quite unusual because normally with these festive lattes it's filled with like sweetness and and a lot of sugar and whatnot so your teeth generally hurt after having them but this one not so much my teeth felt pretty good Um, so that's a major plus point Um, the flavor itself was it was alright. it wasn't too bad Um, the only thing i didn't like was it was just probably wasn't hot enough Um, and you can get it with cream i I didn't get it with the cream because i just thought that would uh, kind of make it cold quickly first of all and um, kill a bit of the flavor so yeah but it still wasn't really hot enough um but that's obviously more to do with the barista than it is to do with the coffee um but all in all it wasn't too bad um i think that you know my main takeaway from it almond brittle i was like what the hell is that to begin with um there's loads of bits in it as well (laughs) so if you're a fan then that's you um but, uh, yeah, my main takeaway is that you could actually taste the coffee in this one. It doesn't really go... It's not really up there with, like, the gingerbread latte. That's probably the best one so far. Um, I might actually get that tomorrow, but... It's there or thereabouts. Third or fourth. Third or fourth. Um. Alright. Well, guys. That uh, concludes uh, this episode. Um. I hope you guys have been doing all your Christmas shopping. I have done some of mine. Um... A bit of last-minute shopping needs to be done. A couple of secret Santa gifts that I haven't got yet. Uh, I, was thinking buying, I was thinking of buying something for myself, but I don't know. I don't know if I deserve it. I think I do, but we'll see. We'll see. But um, I hope you guys, like I said, I hope you guys are enjoying this festive period, making the most of it. It's quite nice in, in central London. I've been there a couple of times. Uh, I drove through. What did I drive through? I drove through Islington the other day which is all right it wasn't as christmasy as i thought it would be uh but it's all right the weather as well is a bit apparently it's going to snow um next week or there are there's a chance of snow uh um, but yeah the festive spirit is all coming together quite nicely in time for christmas day and and yeah should be good now i will try and um, put out another episode on sunday and that will obviously be a bit more to do with Jose Mourinho, uh, Man United, and all the fallout from there. Uh, but until then, enjoy what you guys are doing, and I shall speak to you soon. Take care.